tune in to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. Today is July the 23rd, 2014. Happy Hump Day. And for once, I said that without picturing that crazy camel walking down the theater aisle eating out of people's popcorn. Never mind. It's my issue. Pray for me. Anyway, here's what's going on today, folks. If you are like most people, and I'm sure that if you haven't been in this place, like the old people would say, you are either heading into a storm in the middle of a storm and just coming out of one. When these things in our lives happen, we ask the question, you know, why me? What what did I do? I mean, I do not understand how of all people, I of all people, find myself giving everyone else advice. Even being able to reach in my pocket and hand someone a few coins to help them out of their situation. And here I am, stuck in the middle with me again. Here I am. I'm sitting here going nowhere real fast. I'm wondering why am I in this situation feeling some kind of way only to uh, misunderstand and only to miss. conceive why things are going the way that they're going for me. Our lives are in a, I guess to put it mildly, a quagmire situation. You know, if you have found yourself for the last few weeks, days, or even months asking this question, what the heck is going on? I'm like, I'm doing everything that I can do. I've, uh, I've gone to church and paid my tithes. I went to visit uh, somebody sick and shut in. I even petted a stray dog. I apologize to everybody, but for some strange doggone reason, I am still here in this situation where I've helped everybody else but me. Why can I not get out of this rut? Why can I not help myself? There's some help. I want you to hear this. Every story has an ending, but in life, every ending is a new beginning. And I'm going to repeat that. Every story has an ending, but in life, every ending is a new beginning. Today, we're going to do something that is seldom done. And and, and those of you that have been following my program, millions of you that listen to this program every week, first, I want to tell you I love you madly. I am so appreciative that you take the time out of your days um, to to spend some quality time loving on you because that's what this show is all about. That the Dr. D. Yvonne Young brand, and I know somebody just said, Yvonne, I thought your name said Ivan. It's spelled that way, but it's pronounced Yvonne. Uh, we want to give you the tools that you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. So. 
With that said, I already know. How many of you know what I'm getting ready to tell you? Anybody that's been listening to this show, you put, if you're in the car at the office and you got this thing on at the office, you better not get caught listening to my show and blame me for you getting in trouble. But if you listen to this show, you'll probably be a better employee and a hell of a lot happier. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to get a pen and some paper. I'm going to share with you some very powerful information today, information that will allow you to change not only the quality of your life, but it will help you change the content of your life. You know, there's a saying that I have used over and over again, and that is if you want to change the things that you have to look at every day, change the way that you look at things. Again, if you want to change the things that you look at on a day-in and day-out basis, change the way you look at things. Also, I've gotten, uh, believe it or not, I have gotten some emails from Israel and from the Gaza Strip, I, if God isn't using this program to touch some people, I want to uh, send a shout-out to everyone and say, uh, first of all, to my friends that are over in the middle of a war zone right now, um, I'm praying for you. And I am so bleeding that a few human beings are making decisions that affect so many innocent children and women and old people. Um, so to all my friends in Israel, to all my friends in the Gaza Strip, um, first, thank you for listening, but I want you to know that we are praying for your well-being. Uh, also, to the families over in Taiwan, uh, above all, I'm dedicating this program to you because after having friends, loved ones, and family members go down because some idiot pushed the button, um, that is just a really horrible situation. Uh, so I want to send that shout out and as well. Let me get all that over with, too. I have so many listeners that are in the Middle East. I have so many listeners that are um, tuning into this program from all around the globe that I want you to know that we are not counting you out. Um, this program, especially today's show, Where Do I Go From Here?, is dedicated to all of you that feel that you don't have any power, that feel that you don't have a voice. And even for my uh, listeners that are here on the mainland, those of you that um, are in the inner cities around America and those of you that are even in the Virgin Islands and in the Caribbean that are wondering, you know, I'm I'm struggling, man. How do I stop struggling? I mean, why? What do I do next? This is a program that is made for you. Now, with all of that said, and before I get emotional, get your pen and paper out. This is good stuff. And, it, and I'm going to tell you this. <clears throat> I'm not going to make you some kind of fake promise that after you listen to this show that you are going to all of a sudden have a genie drop from a lamp and rub the bottle. Rhonda Byrne, please don't get mad at me. I love – we share the same publicist. In case you don't know who that is, she wrote a book nobody's ever heard of called The Secret. Well, if you haven't heard of it, you've been sleeping under a rock. Uh, but I, I want to talk about this, um, this subject of uh, where do we go from here. You know, daily, if you're like most people, you ask yourself, am I on the right track? If you're like most people, 
you would like a confirmation of some sort that would give you confirmation that, you know what, I am heading in the right direction. I'm doing the right thing. Um, I know I have been in this situation more than I ever want to admit, but I often ask myself time and time again, God, give me a sign, please. Am I heading in the right direction? Am I doing, is this, what I'm doing right now, is this something that you really sanctioned? So let's, let's start there. Um, I'm going to share some information with you. And what I want you to ask yourself, and this is the first thing I want you to write down, where am I? Just write that down. Where am I? And I don't mean are you sitting in the house, fool. Okay, I ain't going to call you a fool. Just being funny, I had a flashback for Mama when Mama was living. That was I heard that a lot. Pray for me, but you know, where am I right now? Meaning, where am I in my life? Okay. Yeah, I know for the sake of this program, some of y'all would use up a whole tablet, so it ain't that crucial, boo. What what I need you to do is look at your life. And look at your circumstances. Am I unemployed? Am I heartbroken? Am I lonely? Am I depressed, stuck in a dead-end, go-nowhere life? Am I married to the wrong damn person? Am I giving everything to everyone else and not taking the time to give me something? Where are you right now? All right, the next question. Where do you want to be? I, now, I just asked you, where am I, in case you just tuned in, and welcome to the show. But the second question is, where do you want to be? Just think about that. Not who do you want to be, because that's limited, but where do you want to be? Do you want to be in a new career? Do you want to be in a good relationship? Do you want to be in control of your life for a change? Do you want some peace back in your life? Where do you want to be is the question. So real simple, our premise is where are you and where do you want to be? Now I'm going to give some examples. Have you, I'm quite sure if you're driving a car that was made uh, after they stopped putting regular leaded gasoline in a car, you probably know what a global positioning or a global navigational system is, a GPS, if you are just used to the initials. And they're available uh, even on your, on your phone if you got – And oh, let me ask you all something. Why in the hell am I seeing people with flip phones? Would you all stop go get you all a new phone? We can't even text you. Anyway, okay, I'm talking about my barber, but if you're listening, dude, I love you, but you need a new phone, Negro. Um, But here's the deal. With this global positioning system, you typically have a device that sends a signal to satellites in the sky that identify your current location. Now, that's big. Why is it big? Okay. There's someone 
And and I'm not going to, for some of you folks, you guys start saying, thinking I'm religious and all this. I am very spiritual. Yes, I'm an ordained minister. And you're like, child, he's a minister. Did I just hear that man say damn and hell? And yes, you did, and that's your issue because I'm not perfect. But the truth is, there is a force greater than yourself. That force, whether you want to refer to it, is God. For Christians, you may say Jesus. For others, you may say Yahweh. For some of you, you may say Buddha. For some of you, you may say Muhammad. I don't care what you call him. I don't think God is so narrow-minded he's caught up in a name. He knows who and what he is. And when I say he, I'm saying that because the God is not a guy sitting up in a chair somewhere. He is an omnipotent, omnipotent, omniscient source and a being that is indescribable beyond measure, okay? That source for you is the equivalent of, the, uh, of when you say your prayers and you have your hopes and dreams and you have your affirmations, that is the equivalent of what your telephone or your GPS is hooking up to. So hopefully you're still with me. It knows, those satellites know the current location based on the signal that's being sent from your phone or your GPS. In the same way, your creator, the angels given space over you, and the Holy Spirit can identify your current location when you send certain signals from your body. All right? Now, here's the deal. Where you're blowing this thing, if you're unhappy right now, if you're frustrated right now, if you're sitting going, I, can't, I don't get it. What am I doing wrong? It's because you are being wishy-washy about the destination that you really want to put in. Now, I want you to picture this now. If you knew where you were going and if you had a destination, you would enter your desired destination into the keypad on your phone, the touchscreen on your GPS. It would calculate the route between where you are and where you want to go. And then on a monitor, you would be informed of the distance that you have to travel, and it would recommend the best route for you to get there. All right? We got that. I'm going to repeat that, repeat that again. Once, if you had focused on one destination, your GPS will quickly and effectively give you a calculated route between where you are and where you want to go. And on that monitor, you would be informed the distance you have to travel, and you would be given recommendations toward the best route to get you there. And once you begin, the system would give you a hint, and it would say proceed. It would say turn left, turn right, right? Wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be very, very cool if you could get that information confirmed to you from your spiritual guide, be it angels given chase over your life, be it the Holy Spirit, be it Jesus, be it Allah, however you want 
to refer to this and whatever makes you comfortable because this is a global show. And let me say something to some of you that are listening. I know in every religion there are those idiots that think their way is the only way. Let me tell you something, people. Would If you're going to listen to my program and if you're going to read the things I write, I need you to quit tripping with me when I speak to my brothers and sisters that happen to not share your belief system. So for my brothers and sisters that are Christian, you know, I, you know which, by the way, my belief system is rooted in Christianity. So I'm going to say this just to slap you real quick. Don't go writing me telling me, well, you didn't say Jesus. Not everybody is a Christian, people, but everybody was created by one God, and he loves us all, okay? So I just want to get that out the way. So what, however you want to hear this, I want you to imagine this. That monitor that informs you of the distance that you have to travel and that recommends the best route is your mind, all right? So if you're writing this down and you need to keep up with the analogy, what I said is have you ever heard of a global positioning system or a GPS or a navigational system? And you probably said yes. And then I said, well, the signal that it receives from your handheld device, your telephone or your GPS, is sending a signal up to the heavens and up to the satellites in the sky that identify your current location. Then what I said to you is once you enter a desired destination on the keypad, the route is instantly calculated, and it's a route between where you are and where you want to go, and the monitor informs you of the distance you have to travel. Now, here's the first thing where many of you are getting off track. Sit down, child, I'm talking to you. Don't just sit down. Be still. Here's where you're messing it up. I want you to picture that you are putting in four or five different addresses, and they may all be in the same neighborhood. They may all be in the same city. But I want you to hear this. You cannot go all these places at one time. So a a lot of the reason why you are confused right now is you are saying, Lord, please bless me. And you can pray for everything, for some Cheerios to some scratch-off numbers to uh, that you get some man or woman back that God got out your life, but your crazy behind wants this fool back. And you're wondering why you are sitting there looking stuck on stupid. I'm just going to keep it real. And if you don't like how I'm talking to you, you really need to listen because that means this is hidden home. So the medicine may be bitter, the shot may sting, be still and check this out. I'm not trying to get you to like me. I'm trying to get you to love your life and yourself. So just keep listening. This is going to help you. When we start seeking the best route to get where we want to go in life, The first thing is you need a specific destination. How can God, how can your creator, how can your spirit, how can the Holy Spirit guide you when you are all over the place? You know, I have people come in my office, and they're like, Dr. D, you know, I've got got an issue. And I'm like, okay, well, what is it this week? And they say, well, I, I feel stuck. 
And I will ask them, well, what are you stuck on? And then they rattle off like five different things. I don't know if I want a dog or a cat, whether I like daytime or nighttime, whether I want to be uh, gay or bisexual or straight. And I'm like, that's too much. That's just way, way, way too much. Let me, let's start here. How about instead of you picking the destination, which you are going to change where you want to go uh, two or three times in the next good two, two hours, why don't we ask the Holy Spirit? Why don't we ask God? Where does he want us to go? So this is the third thing on your paper. I said the first thing I wanted you to write down is where am I? Then the second thing I said is where do I want to be? Wouldn't it only make sense since you're trying to get God to bless your mess that you involve him in making the decision? about where you need to be, think about it. How much time would it save you if before your next fiasco, you actually checked in with the person that created you and said, you know what, I've been trying to do this thing my way, and yes, you made a little change. Okay, you made a little money. Yes, you got you somebody to pull your drawers off with. You're not by yourself. Yes, you got some attention. Yes, you were a little successful, but did you and are you happy? Because believe it or not, your creator's thing for you is he wants you to do three things. He wants you to prosper. He wants your soul to prosper. And let me, let me, let me define that for some of y'all. Some of you are like, okay, my soul, what is my soul? You mean like Don Cornelius, soul train? No, I do not mean that. Soul means that you are coming in contact cognitively with what has been predestinated for you spiritually so that physiologically you can walk this thing out. Soul is where the ethereal comes in contact with the terrestrial. It's where the things that you have been trying to perceive have been conceived and you, if you are functioning properly, you have received those directions from a greater source, from a greater power. Now, here's the thing. That navigational system that I'm talking about, even the one in your car, never asks you questions like, where have you been? <laughs> it does not ask you, where have, why have you been there so long? It's only mission is to assist you in getting from where you are to where you want to be. That's the next thing that's blocking some of you. I said the first thing that's blocking some of you is the fact that you can't make up your doggone mind where you want to be. So I said to solve that problem, why don't you ask a higher power why don't you ask the Holy Spirit, why don't you ask God to help clarify where you need to be? And the second thing I'm saying to you is stop focusing on where you have been. I don't care if you were the superstar and you had it going on. I don't care if you were there for two years or days. That is totally irrelevant right now. Yesterday is over with. Quit living in the past. Some of you right now are sitting up, st-
stuck on stupid because you married some midget that you cannot get out of your head. If that man you married was short and you're still with a short guy, don't be mad at me. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the one you should have got rid of. You know what I'm talking about, the angry, evil little dwarf, that little minion that you called a husband or you called a wife or a girlfriend, a baby mama, baby daddy. Some of you are sitting right now in a job that you know doggone well is not the place you need to be. Now, I'm not telling you behind to go quit your job. Don't do that because unemployment sucks and so does being hungry and broke, all right? However, what I am telling you is don't let your past interfere with your present because if you let it interfere with your present, you will not have a future, all right? The only thing that you need to focus on right now is in getting where you want to be. Now you say, Dr. D, I got it. I figured all that out. How do I know, first of all, when to make a move? Second, how do I know if it's God guiding me or if it's me reacting based on my frustrations? based on my disappointments, my loneliness, my hopes, my dashed dreams, pressure, because I got that bill looking at me saying it's a cutoff date and that date may be this afternoon. Well, I'm here to tell you this much. If you pay attention to this next thing I'm going to tell you about, which is called your emotions, and you go, my emotions? What the hell does my emotions have to do with this? Let me tell you something, dear one, a great deal. You remember that thing I just mentioned a minute ago where I said God above all things, he wants you to prosper even as your soul prospers. Now, what is a prospering soul? Here's what a prospering soul is. A prospering soul is the condition of oneness with your cognitive mind, meaning your mental state, and matching that purpose for which you have been created. Now, when your emotions are, and and you know that little thing, it's called a Geiger counter, you know, that little brrr, when you get close to metal objects or you get close to something, it starts vibrating and making that little beeping or chirping noise or whatever noise it makes. And it lets you know that now I'm closer to this object of value. And when it goes beep, beep, it lets you know you're further away. Or if you can't imagine that, imagine your butt is in the hospital and you're looking at that little thing, and it's letting you know that your heart is beating, you, we already know if that thing starts going and that sucker drops down below 40, we kind of start getting real nervous because you're about to get, go holler at Big Mama Nim. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's how your emotional guidance system works. Its primary function is to help you travel the distance from where you are to wherever you want to be. It is extremely important 
that you know where you are in relationship to where you want to be in order to effectively move closer to where you want to be. Now, to really wrap your head around this, an understanding of both where you are and where you want to be is essential if you're to make deliberate decisions about your journey. And, and we can reckon, uh, compare that to being a little kid playing that hot or cold game when you're warm they say, okay, you're getting warmer. Okay, you're warmer. All of a sudden, you know that you're getting in pro- you're coming in proximity to where you should be when somebody says you're, you're, you're hot, you're red hot, and that's how your emotions work. When you are emotionally disconnected from a situation, a person, or a, a set of circumstances, that is the evidence that things are not lining up with where you are supposed to be. That is your confirmation, your proof that God is speaking to you, and he says, I will speak to you in a voice you cannot hear. I will give you urges and instincts, and that is exactly how the Holy Spirit talks to you. Now, I've heard people say, I heard a voice from God. When you hear a voice from God, that means that you are so close to screwing up for real that you better listen. But I'm talking about if you take the little subtle urges and the little nuantical hints about where you need to step next and move away and move close to, you will not find yourself being trapped in circumstances that are going to hold you hostage. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and play a song. It's been requested over and over again. People say, you know, uh, I haven't heard that song in so long. And I want you to know you're not in this thing by yourself. If you are listening to this program right now, it is because God has you tuned in. So stay tuned in, you know, because the where do I go from here? Today, you're going to learn how to spot confirmation. You're on track. Anyway, this is much requested. We're going to play this one song and come right back. Make sure you have your pen and paper when you come back. If you need to call a friend, call, tell them to tune in, click online and check it out. But this is by my dear friend, Dove Award winner, Mr. Brian Courtney Wilson, already here. Check it out, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Every time I hear that, that just sends chills through my spine. 
the first thing that I want you to know, and I really, really want you to pay attention to this, is that if you're listening to this program right now, spiritual guidance system that I'm talking about led you to this program. You may feel stuck. You may even feel frustrated as the dickens, but I'm here to tell you it's all working for your good. Now, now here's what I want you to hear. I said a minute ago it's extremely important that you know where you are in a relationship to where you want to be in order to effectively move closer to where you are meant to be. And understanding of both, where you are and where you want to be is essential if you're going to make deliberate decisions about your journey. Now, here's how we get into knowing that these decisions are right. When your emotional state is really disturbed, when you're not at ease about something that seems like it should not be that big of a deal, maybe it is that big of a deal, and maybe that it's time you quit ignoring what you are just throwing the deuce at thinking that, you know what, that's just a coincidence. I'm just feeling some kind of way. No, you're not. You're not just feeling some kind of way. That is your spirit being aware and alerted to the presence of something that ain't going to work for you. Another thing, and God knows that I've been going through this one lately, I've been led to make phone calls, to ask for things, to say things that are just so out of my nature. I'm not a person that wants to ask you for no help. I'm not a person that wants to count on you. But God has been taking me through these paths where I have to humble myself and I have to say, well, you know what? I've been praying and God spoke to me. I got two choices. I can get my butt up out of bed, play like I didn't hear nothing, and then wonder why it didn't work out right. Or I can trust and step out on on what appears to be a lack of common sense and probably something that's a little humbling, but it's the right thing because here's what's up with you. You are surrounded by many influences in your physical environment, and often others ask or insist that you behave differently in order to positively affect their experience. Did you hear what I said? You are influenced by so many things in your environment. And often it's other folks asking and insisting that you behave differently to positively expect their experience. Now, I'm not going to say that you should be some selfish person running around and making it all about you. But if it's not about you sometime, when is it ever going to be about you then? You are deluged with laws and rules and expectations that are imposed by others, and almost everyone seems to have an opinion about how you should behave. But let me tell you something. It is not possible for you to stay on track between where you are and where you want to be if you're going to keep allowing those outside influences to guide you. So that's number three. Number three, or that, uh, like that lady that my daddy said, number C, <laughs> never mind, um, you know, number C, that sounds so country, doesn't it? You have to ask yourself, why am I allowing someone else to negate my destiny? Why? Why in the hell is someone else up in your mix? I'm going to give you some steps 
that you can take right now to get you unstuck. The first one. Have you been operating within your comfort zone for most of the time or for a long time? Well, that's why you're behind and stuck. Stop thinking so small. Take some risk. I didn't say be no damn fool now. I did not tell you to go out there. Well, you know what? Dr. Young said, take a risk. I'm quitting my job. I didn't tell you to do that. Don't do that. What I am telling you is dare to think out of the box. I want you to have the audacity to take notice of what truly makes you happy. And for some of you, that's going to be smoking some weed in that box of wine. I am not talking about that kind of happiness. What I'm talking about is what really brings you joy. Is there something that you like to do but you have not dared to do it yet? And I ain't talking about sleeping with somebody else's wife or husband. I I don't know why I'm picking up these little weird signals, but some of y'all are perverting the heck out of what I said. So let me clarify this, people. When I say take risk, I'm telling you, stop and think about what really gives you a deeper sense of joy a deeper sense of meaning. Is there something new that you'd like to do that you haven't dared to try or pursue yet? That's number one, take risk. Told you, get the pen and paper out. You need to write this stuff down, all right? If you miss it, don't sweat it. The show is archived. Now, let go of the past. When I told you at first, I said, look at where you are right now. Where are you? What's going on with you? Your past can keep you bound. If you keep finding yourself, you know, I told you guys, uh, I guess it was a week or two ago, I got a call, uh, uh, not a call, I'm lying, an email from England, and the lady told me, she said, Dr. Young, you know, this is um, so interesting because I have moved on with my life, and you told me to do this mental map but everything I keep thinking about is in my past. Now, this is a lady in Liverpool that wrote this letter to me. But, sister, spot on. What limiting beliefs do you have to keep reinforcing the past and keeping you enslaved to it? Because let me tell you something. I'm always telling you, use the laws of attraction to manifest and bring in the manifestation that which you need. And somebody goes, well, Dr. Young, I keep trying to use the laws of attraction, and I'm broke, and I keep trying to attract money, but all I keep getting is no money, and that does not work. And I said, well, what do you keep thinking about? I just keep thinking about how much money I need. And I said, woman, you keep reinforcing that you don't have enough because the more you keep thinking about what you need, instead of how you would feel having what you can have make change your life. It's two different things. So if I keep putting my energy and my focus on what I don't have, I'm just going to attract more lack into my life. So you're saying, Doc, how do, you do, the, how do I do it differently then? Just change the wording. Reset the clock. That's the beauty of this law of attraction. You can reset the clock. When you find yourself sitting there thinking about what I don't have enough of, stop and re- just think in verse. Think the exact opposite and just say, oh, I will feel so good 
having money makes me feel good. When I look at this $10 I have in my pocket, I feel great. All of a sudden, another $10 will be there. But if you keep looking at your pocket going, I need $10 more, I need $10 more, you could have $100,000 and you still going to have a mindset that needs $10 more. Whatever you meditate on, that's what you get. So if you're meditating on the past, that's what you're going to keep getting is past results. <laughs> With that said, number three, change it up. Inner change naturally creates outer change. Remember what I just said, folks. Inner change naturally creates outer change. Do you take the same route to work every day? Do you eat at the same restaurants? Do you visit the same places? Hell, no wonder you ain't met nobody new. You keep doing the same old thing, expecting something different to happen. Go to new restaurants. Go to different theaters. Go visit a different church. Hell, at least move your furniture around. Do something. Add something new on your desk. Like some new work. Change the way that you keep showing up in your own life. Change the way you move through your life. Change it up. See, here's the thing. God only steers moving vehicles, and you are wondering why you haven't gone anywhere different. That's because you aren't doing anything different. Now, let me, let, me, let me get you to number four before I get off on that. Ooh, child, why don't y'all bring me some water? Yeah, yeah, the intern, you. Bring me some water. I'm thirsty. Um, thank you. I'm just being, hey, people, listen, I don't talk to my staff like that. I'm being funny. You cannot see the looks on my face while, I, while I'm saying this, so thank you for my water. Appreciate that. All right, change your relationship to being stuck. I want you to start resisting resistance. <laughs> That sounded really stupid, didn't it? I want you really to start resisting resistance. What if you change your relationship with your attitude? You remember the mind map? Those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, I told people a few weeks ago, I said, I want you to every hour write down what you thought most about. And if it's about some dude, some chick that should have been out your life, you ask God to show you them, and then when he removes them, you keep talking about you missed this fool and trying to bring them back. Are you crazy? I had a, a client of mine, uh, several, so, so if you're listening, I'm not talking about you, um, that would, had an idiot in their life. And they called me, Dr. Young, and this person just showed back up, and they came to my job. They came to my house, and I say, why in the hell did you answer the phone or the door? Well, they keep calling my phone from a different number. Look, fool, change your phone number. But they'll get that number. How in the hell would they get your number if what? Come on, America. Come on, the U.K. Let's all say it at one time. How can someone get a phone number you didn't even know unless you gave it to them? And uh, stop doing the same old stuff that's creating a relationship with you being stuck. If you know gambling, if you know smoking, if you know having an affair has you in this place and you're going, God, please send a good woman, please send a good man to my life, 
and you keep messing with this ratchet, you know what, garden tool that you're dealing with, how can you expect the good person to come on the scene? If you keep wanting things, how about this? Stop being part of your own problem. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. Stop being a hypocrite while in one breath you act like you so hard on yourself, in another breath, you are making it hard on yourself. I'm going to say that. That was good. Let go of being so hard on yourself when you are really, in fact, making it hard on yourself, right? Here's the big five, big number five, number five, number five, okay? If you're going to pay attention to the message on the screen, Let's say, for instance, you figured out where you were. You figured out where you want to go. You acknowledge that you are emitting a vibration to a higher being, and it's giving you a picture of the route you need to take, and you're not acting like you've lost your mind putting in five different addresses and wondering why you're confused. Let's say that you finally decided to say, you know what, Holy Spirit, just show me what I need to do. Just show me. And the Holy Spirit tells you, I need you to go down there and turn left. You cannot start talking about, I don't want to go down there because it's a dog in that man backyard to be barking at me. And Hell, walk on the other side of the street. Take a stick with you. If, if the dog runs up to you and you don't start running and knock the hell out of him, I promise you the dog will run off. Throw a brick at him. He will turn around, okay? You have to put yourself in a position that after you receive guidance, after you've been told, and I don't care which book you read, the Torah, the Quran, the I Ching, the Bible, I don't care which one you read, I want you, if you can find a, a search directory, type in the word seemed, S-E-E-M-E-D, and you're going to see consistently that it says it seemed that we should and that's what God is telling you. He's speaking to you in this voice, and that guidance will often come from a very still inner voice. It is not going to be like what we see in all of these doggone movies where the, you know, we're waiting on the, uh, the heavens to part, the waters to part, and to hear this big echoing, very white-like voice move over here. It's not going to happen. It's going to be a subtle auction. And it can easily, listen to me, people, it can easily be drowned out by the noise of our everyday life, drowned out by the folks you got up in your ear, let alone those demons you got. And when I say demons, I'm talking about, you know, that you smoking weed, you're drinking, you got these pity party members that you hanging out with every day. Ask yourself this question. I said, uh, don't ignore your inner calling. So another way to look at that is, is there something you've been called to do but you haven't done yet? Think about it. Is there something else that you know you've been called to do that you haven't done? Now, let me tell you this. The next thing I'm going to say is ask yourself, what am I not paying attention to? What are the things in your life that you are ignoring? Now, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to say this. Some of you are ignoring the fact you need to quit eating so doggone much. Some of you are ignoring the fact you need to quit smoking. You know, I'm going to tell you, I had a guy 
come to me. He wanted to do an, an endorsement relationship with me. And I love this guy. He's the nicest little man, kind of stupid, but he's nice. Every time I was around him, he smelled like a doggone ashtray. I smelled like I was a stuntman for tar nicotine when I was standing around him. See, sometimes your blessings are right in front of you, but your presentation is turning people off. It may be that you dyed your hair red. It may be, and I'm being funny. Don't you be writing me to my, my hair got a red rinse in it. You talking about me? Shut up, fool. Sit down somewhere. I'm not talking about you, but maybe I am. But, but the truth is, stop and look at yourself and ask yourself, okay, what is it about me? I need to change. Are you a 40-year-old man and you running around with your pants sagging? If you are a child, we really need to talk because there's something wrong with you. Uh, but, but the truth is, what is it that could be blocking you? Are you a racist? Are you some person that goes, you know, because this person is black, this person is white, this person is gay? What, that has absolutely nothing to do with the content of that person's character. Now, I will admit it's hard for me to talk to a man wearing panties and some high heel shoes. But the truth is I'm not going to judge him. I'm going to – okay, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to judge him. But uh, I'm going to try not to anyway. Though. But, I, you know, there are times in your life that you have to ask yourself, Am I putting myself out of position to get what God has for me? And if you are, you know, I had a guy, <laughs> this is funny. And I work, uh, do some volunteer stuff and mentoring men, you know, from all around the world. And one of the places I do it is through my church. What's up, Rudy? Just want to tell you I love you, man. Uh, that Rudy is my pastor, so any of y'all thinking anything strange, that's my pastor, Rudy Rasmus. But the, the truth of it is I've had men come to me, man, I can't get a job. And I'm like looking at them going, you smell like weed. What are you, duh, really? And, and I'll even say it, I'll be like, dude, you are not going to get a job if you're smoking drugs. You won't be able to pass the drug test. Yeah, but, man, I'm so stressed out. Well, look, and, and I, that's a great example can you not see how someone doing something that's stupid is part of their own problem? So let's look at you. Maybe you have an attitude. Maybe your bias and your prejudice, you don't want to go ask this black guy for a job. You don't want to go ask this. You don't want to work for a woman. Uh, you think all white people are evil. Let me give you a hint. What's evil is your damn attitude. Your problem is you're a bigot or a sexist. Maybe that's what's wrong. As let's say, let's just play like you figured out where you were, where you want to go. You asked God to get involved. You, you, you closed up the box of wine and threw it in the trash. You quit smoking, whatever it is you were smoking. And you said, I've done all those things, Doc, and I'm still stuck. What do I do now? Okay, first I'm going to tell you that's a fair question. Now I'm going to tell you, grow your behind up. There is a reason why there is a delay between asking and receiving. And the reason why there is a delay, dear one, is because you have, are being given the time to get your stuff together. Now, what for some of you, that means going to a resale shop. Okay, everybody can't afford Neiman Marcus and George Russell. Everybody can't afford the tailor. But here's what I can tell you. 
you can go to a resale shop with about $30 and get a whole new outfit, male or female. I'm talking about get a pair of slacks, get a jacket. You may have to go get it altered to fit you, but you can go there and go get it. And people, let me tell you something. Resale shops do not take junk. So most of the stuff, and I'm with some of the homegirls I got, a lot of the stuff in there has never been worn and still got the tags on it, and I am not lying to you. So it could be your presentation is what needs to be revamped. For others, you need to just go get a certification. You are a great barber. You're a great beautician. But you need to stop bootlegging, burning folks' ears up in your hair and slicing people with your razor, shaving them. Go to barber college. Go to school. Take that little one-year 18-month course, get certified. You know all this stuff about biology. You know all this stuff about child care. You know all this stuff about working on a car. And the only thing holding your butt back is you don't have a certification as a mechanic, as a beautician, as a surge tech, as a licensed daycare provider. Everybody's asking you to watch their kids, and you could make a mint. You could even be getting paid a teacher's salary but you don't want to invest in you. How can you expect God to bless you when you won't bless yourself? Just think about that. You've done it all right. You've corrected everything that I'm talking about, and you're sitting there going, but Doc, Dr. Young, Dr. D, look, man, I've done all that. Well, really, have you? How have you used this incubation time that God has you in right now? All you've got to do is just stop and measure what you've been given and how are you using it. Because if you use it properly, there's a blessing waiting for you. Now, uh, my producers are like, you're almost out of time. So let me, let me say this to you, and I want you to hear this. Your happiness does not depend on what others do, but only upon your own vibrational balance, meaning what frequency are you resonating on? You know, others cannot stop your happiness. So stop sitting there thinking that because that man left you, that's why you're unhappy. You're unhappy because you left you. Stop thinking that because you don't have enough money, because of fool and money parts. So God isn't releasing the funding you need because you're not ready yet. So use this time to prepare yourself. Now, here's the next thing I want you to do. We're going to continue this dialogue on Sunday night at 7.30 Central Standard, 8.30 Eastern, uh, 5.30 Pacific time. In the meantime, do a couple of things. Go to Facebook, hit D, like Derek, David, Danny, Dog, Delicious, whatever, D space Ivan, I-V-A-N. That's not how you pronounce my name, but that's how you spell it. Last name Young. Hit the like button on the author page, okay? That's the one where you see me in the suit. If you go to the uh, to my personal page, just hit the follow button because it's probably jam-packed. All right, that's number one. Number two, go to the website and register. Make sure that you are registered because this tour thing is happening. It's on. We're just getting some legal stuff. I's dotted, T's crossed. That's all we're doing. Um, and I want you to know this. Whatever God has called you to do, nobody can stop it. But you can. You can derail it all day long. But even if you have derailed it, 
you can put the train back on the track. It may mean that you've got to cut some people loose. It may mean that you have to stop mourning. That person died. Hell, if you keep mourning, they're still going to be dead. It is not going to bring them back. So just admit you love them and, and start living in the present, not the past. If you are fearing that you may fail again, that last lesson thing wasn't a failure. It was a lesson. Stop beating yourself up. But more than anything else, have some faith in God and have some faith in you. Anyway, I love you madly. Thanks for spending lunchtime love with me. See you on Saturday night. I mean, yeah, Sunday night. Have a great weekend. Bye now.